Alive, it's alive, it's alive. Hey there, you podcast maniacs, it's Byron Brown from BBTAS. Are you out there looking for something that's a little different? Say a little bit of strange. Tired of all those shows out there that are sad, lame, and mundane. Then I got something for you. Tune in 9 Eastern every Friday night at AverageJoeShow.com. Join in with host Corey Charette and Ward Miller, along with a mystery guest. If you don't mind jumping in and swimming in a hot mess of attitudes and opinions, then Average Joe Show. It's for you, 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 you. Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Average Joe Show, episode number 66, Boxcars. You can go to our website, AverageJoeShow.com. You can also email us at talk at AverageJoeShow.com. Twitter, Average Joe Show, all one word. And, of course, our new voicemail number, area code 813-915-6390. And, of course, you can catch us here live every Friday night at 9 p.m. at AverageJoeShow.com slash live. Of course, I'm Corey Shrenton. Joining me again this week, as always, is my friend, Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, what's going on? Hey, Corey. How's it going? Same old, same old. You know, another Friday night. It's a little cool outside today and uh, waiting for spring to get here. Yeah, I can dig that. I mean, they said uh, today was the coldest day in the city of, in the city of Pittsburgh's like history, <laughs> it was like two degrees when I woke up, and it got to a balmy eighteen. Wow, <laughs> that's so. uh, that's that nice and warm actually. Two two to eighteen, sixteen degree jump. That's actually a good change there. Yeah, over an eight hour period. That's that's freaking awesome. Oh yeah, it's two two degrees an hour. That's that's great. I'm surprised you didn't have any shorts on running around outside enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, well, between the snow that's already that's still out there from yesterday, it's. It wasn't worth it. Oh, definitely. And of course, joining us this week again, once once more on the show. And I think this is the top, yeah, her first live appearance on the show since the Christmas episode, since this is our only our second regular show, Miss Veronica Lane. Veronica, hello. what's going on? Hello, hello. I, I'm, I'm excited about the articles. I like the articles this week. Yeah, we've got an interesting little show this week here. Uh, the basic stuff that we usually have, uh, bizarre things from around the country and uh, the usual suspects. I, I was coming up with a checklist, actually, guys, as a matter of fact, uh, of five things that we usually cover on the show. I added alcohol. We had a list of four, and I added alcohol. It was like Octomom, food, alcohol, sex, and Nazis. And we try to cover as many of those as possible every week on the show. I think we did it. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'm trying. What? Speaking of Nazis, did you see the? Uh, I'll see if I can find it, and I'll send it to you to put in the show notes. They have a, a mashup with uh, Hitler, yes, Hitler. Hitler talking about the iPad. Did you see that? <laughs> I, I I turned it off within two seconds because I had seen the exact same mashup. Oh yeah, done, done, done yeah, done with other things. Is that the exact same video? With other subtitles put in, and I'm like, really? That's 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 stupid. It, but it's it was funny. 
Oh, yeah, it's funny. You know, it's like, and then we'll go to the Best Buy here and here and here. And they're showing the map of Berlin and Germany. And, <laughs> you know, if you've never seen it before, you'll have to check it out. I, I know I did see it on Facebook, and we will get that into the show notes. Of course, everybody, you know, everybody out there doesn't know Apple announced a new iPad, which I still can't stand the name. It's basically a tablet or, or as most people would think that aren't really techie, it's like a big iPhone without the phone features. Yeah. But basically, yeah, there's a video out there. Hitler's Hitler's talking about it and where they can get it at. And we'll post the video link in the show notes at averagejoeshow.com. Okay, well, let's just start off with the show. The Veronica has the first story of the week. It's uh, good news followed by bad news. Right. Well, there is this Ohio woman who had won the lottery, won about $8,000, um, went out to celebrate and got killed by a, a car. Now, this is my horror, which is uh, why I had picked it. So this Ohio Highway Patrol says that 47-year-old Deborah McDonald of Crystal Rock had just left the bar near Sandusky. I have no idea if I'm saying that right. On Tuesday night and was hit as she was walking along a road. Like I said, she had just won $8,000, went out with her friends to celebrate um, and she was also playing pool. Uh, they're looking into whether alcohol was a factor, but they think that the driver of the car was drinking. Now, when I win the lottery, and I say when, and I didn't say if, when I win, I'm just going to stay home and I'm not going to tell anyone that I've won because I can't have this happen to me. That would be, that would be a Alanis Morissette song come to life. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> I had to go there. Um, well, here's the thing, though, that a lot of people don't know, and this varies from state to state and from contest to contest. Some lotteries, $8,000 probably not, but like the big state lotteries or these Powerballs or whatever, there's a there's a uh, an agreement you make when you buy the ticket that if you win, you've got to give out the information to the public. Mm. Yeah, so like these Powerball winners, they can't say, you know what, never mind, never mind. So you might actually be stuck giving out your information, which I, personally, I, I'm like you. I'd, I'd rather just win the money and just, you know, thank you very much. Don't tell anybody. Well, here's the thing, though. I don't care. I, I, I mean, if that's part of the contract for them to give me my, you know, my Powerball winnings and I've won $22 million, I don't give a damn. I'll, I'll get it tattooed <laughs> on my freaking forehead. I won the goddamn lottery. I, I don't care. Give me the, show me the money. I'd just be af- afraid to either get killed like this lady did, because I'm sure she wasn't thinking that. Now, there's, there's a, a friend of mine who had, who had won um, $10,000. He went to a bar, you know, paid for everybody's things, and, and then at the end, he didn't have any money. I'm just staying home. I'm. I, I ain't doing it. Well, eight thousand dollars really, really is like. Uh, let's put it in the bank and um, pretend you didn't win. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, maybe take out a little mad money, a couple hundred, but eight eight thousand, maybe five hundred bucks, mad money tops. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's funny is I read the story, and the first thing I thought of was uh, the show My Name Is Earl, because if anyone's seen the first episode of that, and of course it's in most of the uh, first season or two intros. He wins like $10,000. I don't remember if it's $10,000 or $100,000 off a scratch off. And he's excited and he runs out in the street and he gets hit by an old lady. 
And I was thinking the exact same thing with this. It's like, yeah, that this is just just bad luck. And why was she walking a, along a road anyway? What the heck? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe she she, she was afraid to get to, get a DUI. So <laughs> <laughs> that'll That's teach you. <laughs> just get in the car. Yeah, that's just yeah. Get a taxi if you're that afraid. You know, better safe than sorry. Just get yourself a damn taxi and call it a day. But yeah, I saw this. And it's just this is just like you said, to- totally ironic that you win the lottery, then you get killed. Well, at least eight thousand dollars lasted her the rest of her life. It sure did. That's the one thing. It sure did. <laughs> okay, speaking wow, of that, uh, was cold. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> eight thousand dollars for life. Boom. Hello, car. <laughs> All right. So speaking of some more bad luck, we got Ward's got a story from one of the, our favorite places in the country, Florida. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. I think that, that, that Florida should also be added to our list of things that we, uh, we talk about every week because every, every show we have something from morons in Florida. You're right. You're right. And it's it's not the same person. It's not you every week or me every week that brings these stories. It's no, it's always somebody different, which is great. Yeah, because they're always insane. Uh, apparently, there was f- these four morons who fell asleep after they robbed the place, right? They broke into a Stewart Lawn and Garden, stole 22 chainsaws, and, well, it was nearly $10,000 worth of equipment. <laughs> They go in, they steal all this stuff, you know, surveillance sees them, blah, 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 blah. And they go out, get in their car, and they fell asleep. Passed out. And the cops come in and arrested them in their car. And each was, you know, held on a $10,000 bond. But that's just, uh, uh, it, it baffles me how insano the state of Florida is. Well, wouldn't you be tired, too, if you were carrying out 22 chainsaws? <laughs> Think about it. These Okay, these chainsaws are in boxes. Well, you carry maybe two at a time. You know, with four of them, that's what? They have to make at least three trips back in the store each to, to carry out chainsaws. No, that, but now- that'd have to be five. Well, five if you're, you know two at a time and then the last one you get three okay. but but what was cool is the steward lawn and garden put a sign up that said the last four idiots who broke in here and stole from us are at martin county uh correctional facility getting acquainted with bubba <laughs> i like that that's good it just i i wonder if there's something in the water down there it's just you well, know. if you saw the pictures of the guys, if, if if they would actually look at the link and and see the guys, I admit they just don't look very bright to me anyway. And and they fell asleep in a jaguar. Yeah, well, that wasn't their jaguar either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, you know, Barb in the chat room saying that public humiliation is a great deterrent. And you know what? It's true. When when people like this do something really stupid, it's great when businesses put signs up or pictures of them and says, hey, don't be an ass like these guys were. Well, don't you remember? Th- there was a, a couple court cases. Uh, it might have been a year or so ago. There was a judge in, uh, I want to say it was Baltimore. For some reason, that just Baltimore sticks in my head. That he'd, he'd bust somebody, you know, you're a shoplifter. 
they had to go stand on the side of the road, you know, with one of the big sandwich billboards. I think so I saw that. I'm, I'm a, you know, I was a shoplifter. I stole money. I'm, I'm a loser, you know, something uh-huh. to that effect. And all, you know, the, uh, ACLU and all those, you know, communists were losing their minds going, you can't do that. And it's like, wait a second. The judge, I'm sure, gave them the option. All mm-hmm. right. You can go to jail or, you can go stand on the side of the road for a month or whatever, wearing this sign, telling everybody what a moron you are. I would pick the side of the road every time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a dot. I don't want to go to jail for a day, much less, you know, you know, it it was probably double, you know, you can either go to jail for 15 days or go stand on the side of the road wearing the sandwich sign for a month. It's, that's a no brainer. Definitely. I have no, because you, you're not going to humiliate me because I don't care. I just don't like the thought of being acquainted with Bubba. <laughs> the, the acquainting with Bubba is the part that scares the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. Especially in Florida, you know, Bubba's probably got like, you know, three teeth. Oh, good God. <laughs> they, he ain't got two teeth and one of them's rotten. Um, Oh, my goodness. Oh. Now, now I'm not m- mad at you guys for busting on Florida like that since I am in Florida because it's true. <laughs> but, you, but, you know, but, you, if everybody knows out there that's been listening to the show, Veronica currently lives in the Tampa Bay area in Florida. I lived there for 13 years. And you're right. Every story, there's you get the newspapers down there and you hear all these – you get these stupid stories of Florida people. And we're not talking one or two a day. We're talking five to ten a day. Oh, we can and do an entire show on Florida stores. Well, we talked about this before. We talked about this before that FARC.com has a actual category called Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam Krola plays the game Florida or Germany because a lot of all the stupid stories come from Florida or Germany. It's just it's something down there, and and of course on and Veronica's uh, half, she's not from Florida originally, so I have some. Redeeming traits. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Yes. You're, you're not a native. You're, you're not a native Floridian. So that's that's going for you. Speaking of Florida, Ward's apparently on a, on a roll tonight. He's got another story for us about Florida. Yeah. I, the, these Florida stories just jumped out at me. Uh, and apparently, a woman in Florida called 911 and complaining of exhaustion. It turns out that she was just tired of her husband. And she had summoned the fire department or paramedics, whatever, three times within a 24 hour span. And when, you know, when they get there, she says, I'm tired of my husband. And, uh, they, they, they apparently arrested her because they had been called, you know, three times in a 24 hour period. Uh, let's see. She, she pled no contest and was fined $375. But th- this goes back to that story we had a couple weeks ago. Remember where they they kept calling the cops, and in fact, it was the one with uh, we had it on the smoking gun. It w- it was off. We got it off the smoking gun. The um, uh, you know what? I don't know right now. I will check. The website, though, now, yeah, but we we were talking about it because somebody the the guy the guy called the cops on his dad. 
That's right. It was like a little drunken. Um, yeah, and this this is basically the same thing, except she called and says, "I'm tired. I'm run down." <laughs> the paramedics show up thinking she has, you know, suffering from depression or, you know, one of them, you know, mind, you know, illnesses. And right. When they get there, they find out, I'm just tired of my old man. How about I get this guy out of here? You know? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great idea, you know? I wish. That would be awesome. Well, like I've been saying for years, they should make wedding uh, marriage licenses like driver's licenses. You got to renew it every so many years. <laughs> you know, it makes sense, you know? Uh, let's not renew it. The hell with it. Let's call it a day. Actually, that that makes a hell of a lot of sense. It would work in the world if you didn't have children and property and shit like that. If you just could just basically like every marriage was a prenup and children weren't involved. Yeah. You know, I, that would work out great. Uh, oh, it's time to renew. Nah, never mind. See you later. I bet you Tiger Woods is praying for that. <laughs> well, he's somewhere in Africa right now. Isn't he doing his uh, sex re- sexual rehab or is that no, Arizona? Or- no, 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 that's not true. No, he, he went to sex rehab. Uh, I want to say <laughs> – Seriously, I think it's in Utah, actually. Chat room, anybody in there know where Tiger Woods is in rehab at? I mean, I figured, you know, we got uh, we got some folks in the chat room. Maybe somebody would have a clue. Uh, Mitch, okay, well, Mitch says it was in the paper today. Mitch, we don't read here. We just pick stories out and read them after the fact. <laughs> Mitch is apparently going to do the research for us and, and, and report back. It's funny, though, that we have Barb from Tangents.com in there, and she always does research, and now she's just like, I don't know. I, no idea. I think we threw Barb a curve because she didn't know that the story was coming because it was something that, <laughs> that I made up just two seconds ago. Yeah, it's true, yeah. <laughs> Actually, in all honesty, with Tiger Woods, I, I've been blacking out. Oh, boy. I've, I've been ignoring every everything. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, Corey. I ain't mad. I, I know you're not. I just, that didn't sound good. No, it's just anything anything to do with Tiger Woods, I just shut down and I ignore it, you know? Uh, Barb came through. It's, he's in a rehab facility in Pine Grove, Missouri. No, it's MS. Is that Mississippi? Mississippi. Okay. Yeah, she came through because we called her out. <laughs> oh, and Mitch <laughs> came in with the link. All right, we'll give Mitch Mississippi. a... Mississippi. Okay. She, she just wanted to type Mississippi and then she spelled it wrong. Okay. Enough of that. But yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, it, it seems like every week we get some bizarre 911 call. You know, come funny. On. Yeah, but people don't understand 911 is for emergencies. We've already seen this before. We've talked about this oh, before. 911 yeah. for emergencies only. Shit like this just pisses people off. Mm hmm. And and waste people's time for for those that actually really need them. They're out doing something dumb. Well, that's the thing, and that's that's always just just t- t- pisses me off that because you know somewhere someone might actually have a serious emergency, and they're getting a busy signal because some dumbass bitch like this is like, oh, I'm tired of my husband. Please take him away. I think they should come and take her away if she's calling nine one one for shit like that. Right. Okay, let's change change uh, tracks here a little bit, and let's go a little bit into the the art world this week. Yes, I have picked stories about art. So everybody, get into your nice, comfy smoking jackets with your pipes. That's because Corey's the fire. trying to give the show class. Well, I, I'm I, I'm the one that puts ass in class. Remember that. Yeah. 
So anyway, anyway, New York City, Metropolitan Museum of Art. Apparently, yeah, it's got a Picasso called. Oh yeah, let me find the name of the the actor. Okay, the actor, which like I wouldn't have guessed anyway. So you know, people are looking at it. It's it's a big painting, seventy seven by forty five inches, give or take. Uh, And a lady, something must have lost her balance or something like that, and she fell and she tore a six inch hole in the lower right hand corner. Uh, last Friday at the museum of this painting. Wow. You know, the thing is, uh, I mean, apparently from what it says is it wasn't a malicious attack. It wasn't like somebody came in there, you know, with red paint because it had fur on it or something. Um, So she fell against it. And I'm sure that the, the museum has a, uh, insurance policy in case things like this happen. Oh, you you know they do. I mean, this is a Picasso for Christ's sakes. It's probably worth several hundred thousand dollars at least. Yeah, it doesn't say anywhere in the article what it's worth. Right. But, but they're saying that they can fix it, you know, and, and it shouldn't, it should be unobtrusive. But now, this was painted between 1904 and 1905. That's an important work, if if nothing else, for historical purposes. How much of an idiot does she feel like because she ripped this painting? Well, she's she's there obviously because she likes art and painting. So, well, I mean, she's probably totally devastated. She yeah. has to be. Yeah, and the thing is, and it doesn't say how old she is. It could have been an older lady who just simply lost her balance, fell into it, and then you know fell like a bucket of crap. Uh, for tearing it up because, you know, you, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I guess younger people do lose their balance. But I mean, it could I have nightmares over that. Uh, I'll oh, tell you what, Veronica, you just have all these, like, issues. <laughs> I would. And I would. I would because, oh, my God, this was this was painted by Picasso. Way before I knew anything about paintings, how important is it? He was in his rose period. You know, you learn about that in school. And and then because I trip, I rip it. Like what happens immediately after that? Do you look around? Do you run? Do you hide? What do you do? Oh, yeah. You make it look like I didn't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was there the whole time. Did you guys see it? What the, What are you talking about? What You know, <laughs> you go and complain. I came in here to see this Picasso. It got a big ass hole in the bottom of it. What's up with this? <laughs> I want my you, money back. <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's funny. Speaking of paintings, uh, one of the one of the most famous paintings, The Last Supper. Uh, interesting fact about that: that was painted, I think, in a farm in a barn. And the funny thing is the bottom part of it was cut out to put a doorway. Really? This, you know, obviously this is before anyone goes, oh, yeah, that's a big, that's an important painting, you know. But, you know, this is different. This, everyone knows who Picasso is. Everybody knows. I mean, we might not know all of the, the paintings that he did, but we know that Picasso did this. Therefore, it has got some value to it. Now, I just read the last paragraph that will put the icing on the cake. It was painted on a used canvas that already contained a painting. So does that mean that she actually ripped two Picasso paintings? <laughs> she, she's a Picasso, uh, what is it? 
I, I can't even think of a word for it. It's a she's a serial Picasso ripper. <laughs> ripper, uh, ripper. I mean, I don't know. Uh, no, it has to be Picasso though. Right. That was you would his. Think so. right? You would think so. I mean, they probably X-rayed it. And they probably know exactly what's under there. And yeah, and Barb in the chat room saying canvas is expensive. You know. I mean, this is the good stuff that they're using, you know. What if, <laughs> this is like 1905. They're not going to, you know, your local art store to pick yeah, up stuff. you don't pick it up at Walmart. But the, the thing is, they have people that, that that's their job, you know, that that all they do is restore paintings that get damaged. You know, did you ever watch, uh, what's it, how's it called, the Antiques Roadshow? Yes. Of course, yeah. And and they bring in paintings, you know, that have water damage and stuff. And they say, well, if, you know, it's worth about $4,000. If you get this little bit of water damage fixed, it's worth 250000 you know. So uh, there's apparently people that do it, that can do that kind of restoration and do it pretty well. That, you know, that you would probably wouldn't be able to look at it and see that anything happened. Oh, yeah, there are. There are. I know for like... Uh we went to Washington DC many years ago. Um, Old Glory, you know, the flag that flew the Stars and Stripes flag, I think it is. They have uh there and every so many years they go back and they, you know, um I say resurrect's not the word I'm looking for, but uh they do touch ups on it to make sure it doesn't, you know, deteriorate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that you know, those people probably make some big ass bucks to do that stuff because, you know, this is the part of history. You don't want to ruin history. Well, they do the same thing with the uh, declaration. Restoration. Well, Restoration. They, Thank you, Barb. They do the same thing with, uh, uh, like, the, the Declaration of Independence. They keep that in, in a case that has no humidity in it, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's only certain people that are allowed to handle it, and they're apparently, I guess, trained in the in the art of handling really really old paper well it's true though i mean that stuff no. is very fragile and, oh you know, absolutely you know you get a piece of paper that's 200 years old you know that's parchment so only only those people in nicholas cage can actually handle the declaration of independence is that's that right? right nicholas nicholas cage was able to not only handle it he was able to steal the declaration of independence like that's possible yeah please that that, that would be damn near impossible that, that's why it's a disney movie well yeah <laughs> because you gotta you gotta believe in Mickey fucking Moss in order to, to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's change let's change topics now. I'm really getting a little little hoity toity this week because we're going from believe it or not we're going from art to religion. That's right, boys and girls. Apparently, in Japan, the Buddhist monks are trying to encourage more people to to, to join them by offering hip hop music and alcohol. Seriously, I like this story. I do too. Booze for Buddhas. <laughs> okay, you just came up with the title. I love it. I love it. You're, it's just amazing that you know. I've never heard of any non-cult religions. You know, do this. Why? What are you talking about? The the, the Catholics give out wine. Yeah, but that's a sip. That's a tease. They have a bar. Yeah, this place you belly up to the bar, you know? Well, that's that's. Pretty, I watched the video. That's pretty awesome. You go to AverageJosha.com. You can, of course, check out the link to this and see the video, too. It's it's freaking hilarious. 
you know, you think of these monks, you think of these old guys with, you know, the robes and the bald heads. and I, I hear Buddhist monk and I think of Kwai Chan Kane in Kung Fu. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he's snatching pebbles and he's a grasshopper <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. If, if you snatch this shot from my hand, it is time to leave the temple. And, and you know, and, and, and Barb in the chat room just pointed this out too. Monks make some kick-ass wine. You know, that's where some of the best wines are. I know, I know I've heard that before. I've never, yeah, I'm not an alcoholic, <clears throat> but I've, I've actually heard that, you know, these monks make great wine and brandy and, and hard liquors. So I wonder what the Buddhists make. You know, it's, I, I, mean, I don't I, know because they're, that's one of those religions that's like dedicated to, you know, just perfection. You know, that, that's the idea of Buddhism is to, to find, to you, to you yourself, become a Buddha, because right. I've read about it, uh, and I think that you know it's one of them things where you know they take a, like a vow of silence and the whole nine yards. So I guess they figure, hey, well, I'm not talking, I might as well drink. <laughs> nice. well, what you do is you get all these people liquored up, and then you go, hey, come on, join Buddhism. Sure, what the hell? <laughs> We're a party and crowd. Bring it and then, on. And then all of a sudden, you know, you wake up the next day, your head's shaved, you're wearing these funky robes. What the fuck happened to me last night? <laughs> what do you mean I'm not allowed to talk? Oh, what? what the, nobody told me I wasn't. What? Wait, 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 wait. Shut up the parties tonight. You got it. I like the rapping, though. They actually did a great job. I was very surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I don't see. Rapping for Buddha. That yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Buddha in the house. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, really. I, I and, a religious rap in hip hop. And if you were to watch the the video, it almost looks like he's about to break dance. Oh, he boy. was getting ready. He was getting ready. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, it's like uh. Kwai Chan Kane, you know, they're, they're you know, it, it, it's new school. You know, old school was Kwai Chang where they'd shoot darts at him and shoot arrows at him. He had to catch him and block him and all this shit. These guys just got to dance because, you know, it, it's not like they got to, you know, fight and protect feudal Japan. Yeah, but, True. But most of your, your religions out there, they never, you know, modernize themselves. They, they pretty much stay with a certain set of rules that have been around for centuries, if not millennium. You know, you, you know, you don't go, you don't go to a, you know a Catholic church, and you know get you know modern music in there like this. That's you know, well, you know, maybe that might get more people in. Yeah, I don't know. You know, to to me, in my honest opinion, whenever you you see these uh, these people that follow some some church of some sort that try to use you know music and try to be really cool, kind of scares me off. You know, I, I'm kind of, I guess, set in my ways where, you know, the Catholics, you know, act a certain way. Well, you know what, though? Seeing as the, the, the Pope is now German, and, and Germany has those hardcore thrash bands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hardcore thrash for Catholicism. There you go. That would be and, cool. And they're like, this is going to die And you don't have any idea <laughs> what the hell they're saying. Okay, yeah, you just you, you just ruined everything. Okay, now now that my eardrums are now blowing out, thank you very much. But yeah, but think about that. You could always you could always have a, a thrash band playing the Vatican. 
That would be kick ass. Yeah, some like uh, Megadeth or something. You know. That would be cool. Megadeth for Christ. Hey Ward, I think you you blew out your microphone. You're kind of you kind of quiet over there. No, I said, uh, am I? Can you still hear me? Yeah, you got a little. You're a little better. Yeah, you're getting a little better. But when you screamed into the microphone, I think you scared your computer. Yeah, I might have. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll have to check my levels. Uh yeah, I, I think it. it I shocked. There it you into, go. Yeah, I think when I yelled, it shocked it into saying, "Oh my goodness, he's running too hot." Well, yeah, that's how Skype adjusts for you, too. So it's kind of like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think you scared the shit out of the computer. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm set in my ways. To me, the re- religion doesn't change their rules. They, they act a certain way, and they always have, and they always will. And anytime you do any variance of that, to me, it seems like it's kind of becoming cultish. Mm. Okay, well... Started off with religion, went to alcohol, and Veronica's got some more alcohol-related stories for us. Right. So forget the fries. Would you like a beer with that? So Starbucks and Burger King are have, have actually started to introduce beer in their menu. So it says that beer is one of those... Great recession-proof items. Loyal beer drinkers aren't going to give up their brewski no matter how bad things get. And let's face it, the worse things get, the more you need a beer. So um, what the article is basically saying is that this probably won't be um, widespread with the fast food business, um, that they can't really picture McDonald's um, doing it since they're really focusing on, on the the kids and Ronald McDonald house and all that kind of stuff. But Burger King um, is looking to change their market. Um, and, and they actually said that it had nothing to do um, with the fact that that beer might sell and, and it could um, raise their re- revenue. What they're saying is that they were basically asked to do it from customer feedback and um, and there is a BK um, in it's actually the Whopper Bar franchise in Starbucks at its 15th Avenue Cafe in Seattle, and a new Whopper Bar in South Beach, Florida, will be opening next month. Um, all of which will be serving beer. Now, with Starbucks. Um, it doesn't appear to be working quite as well um, that they probably need to just focus in on the coffee. That was their specialty. They, they probably shouldn't head into the micro brews and cheese, but that's what they're attempting to, to do. They're anticipated to not do very well. Um, but with Burger King, it appears to be doing quite well. Um, and, and that, um, if Starbucks were, were to have just competed with McDonald's lattes and not focused in on the the beer, then they probably wouldn't get lost in the shuffle. So, um, I don't know how fast it will be rolled out to all of the Burger Kings. I'm sure a lot of people would be happy to be able to get a beer with their burger. Um, but this is something that's out there in the mix right now. Now, does it say what kind of beer the Burger King is going to sell? Is it like micro-brewed stuff or is it like Budweiser? Actually, it, 
It does. It does. Let, let me get that real quick. Let me see if I can see the story here. PBR. Yeah. Okay. We we have um we have Bud Bud Light Bud Light Lime and Miller Light. Okay. So it's it's a it's a major enough brand. You know, it's not like some little <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon. Thank you very much, Ward. Ugh. I thought I'd share that. Yeah, Milwaukee's Beast. <laughs> beast Ice. Oh, I gotta love it. But you know, when I go when I go get fast food, maybe because there isn't beer there, I don't I don't think of beer with fast food at all. Do you guys think of, of having a beer with fast food? No, I mean with pizza, I could see something like Domino's doing it. I mean, if you're gonna look at a, a fast food company that would do it, I'd see Domino's or somebody like that doing it because pizza and beer goes together. Uh, yeah. I just never thought of, hey, I'm going to go get me a Whopper in a, you know, a six pack or something. You know. And and how many beers are they able to get? Like, will there be a limit? Because how I'm thinking about it are are those like um, liquor barns where you can drive your car through it, get all the beer you want, and then you could be drinking and driving. Well, that's the thing too. You're right about that. I never thought of that. You got the drive-throughs. I, I want a, a Whopper meal. Give me a beer, please. Yeah. That that. Yeah, there's where your gray area is. And then another thing, too, with a lot of states that I know is you have to be at least 18 to serve alcohol. So is that What are you going to do with the 16-year-old kids working at Burger King? Stick them behind the, the grill? Like, you've been drinking. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, now you're going to make these, these, these fast food people turn into uh, basically bartenders, essentially. Right. You know, are they going to know when to say when? Because it's going to be on Burger King's back if someone has too much to drink and gets into an accident. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, at the same time, you have to be able to cut people off. That's you know, the thing. I mean, that's part of being a bartender. you got to be able to say, hey, you know, you've had too many. Now, at that point, what becomes too many? You know, if you go in, in there and you order, you know, a, a Big Mac and four beers, is, you know, does that put you over the limit? And that's another thing too is you got to watch to see and make sure everyone is of age that's drinking the beer. Just because the person that goes up to buy the beer is of age, you know, you got to make sure everyone that's drinking that beer is of age too. So there's another thing to worry about. Or you have to sell one beer per person. There's a lot. There's a lot you have to work with. Obviously, besides just getting the liquor license, it's just it's too much of a pain in the ass, in my opinion. Well, and and like you said, you know, there are usually high school kids that that work at fast food places, you know, so they won't even be able to serve the beverage. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it becomes a big headache, like Corey was saying. I mean, number one, now you have to determine, okay, well, I can only hire 18-year-olds instead of 16-year-olds, and they're probably not going to work as cheap. And mm-hmm. now on top of that, they're going to have to deal with, you know, people that are, that have been drinking, that could potentially get out of hand and start, you know, bar room, well, McDonald or Burger King room brawls where they start, you know, throwing chairs and shit around. So there's always that potential, uh, you know, and then, then you got to get hired as a bouncer at Burger King. And <laughs> Well, you know, it's either that or somehow you have the bar as a separate counter where, you know, you buy your meal, you get a receipt for the beer, you go to the bar to pick it up. That's a lot of regulating. Yeah, that's, that's another pain in the ass. So you're going to have to redesign all these restaurants or build new restaurants just, just to serve fucking beer? 
Yeah, and like I said, on top of that, though, you still have your. Whenever you have alcohol, you always have the potential of somebody being a jackass. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, th- there are people out there that can have two beers and want to, f- you know, fight the world. They're ten feet tall, covered with hair, and bulletproof. You know, and and they just want to be a jackass. So there's always that potential. So you have to have something in place to control that. You know, <clears throat> so. Yeah, it's a bad idea. I mean, the only thing you could do is you is you build a Burger King that's designed for this purpose. You don't hire anyone that's under eighteen. Are you gonna? Are you not gonna allow people under under twenty one or whatever the drinking age is not to go in there? Make it essentially like a bar, or is it going to be like a Applebee's where anyone can go in and they just serve alcohol? I mean, it, it's. It's a pain. I I see big troubles ahead if Burger King goes ahead and and makes a lot of these stores. I I don't know. I think they need to just focus on making their fries better because they messed up the fries. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. These restaurants should be concentrating on their food. Mm -hmm. You know, improve your food taste. You know, Jesus Christ, these burgers get smaller every freaking year. And, you know, to be honest with you, I'd rather have, you know, if I'm going to go and get, you know, a Whopper or whatever, I'd rather have a Jack and Coke. You know, I, I don't want a beer. Yeah, t- t- yeah. Beer doesn't go with everything. The more you drink, the better we taste. <laughs> oh, Veronica. Oh, Veronica. I try. I try. Yeah. <laughs> you went somewhere. <laughs> Ward's thinking the same thing I'm thinking. That was just bad. Gentlemen. Gentlemen, I, and, and, and 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 you noticed I shut up right away because uh, <laughs> yes, I could tell you're about to say something. You're like, oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, the more you drink, the better I taste. Oh, too many jokes. Oh, my brain <laughs> is melting. Oh, oh, you know what? They're gonna add beer. If they're gonna add a beer to my local Burger King or Starbucks, not gonna make me go anymore. No. No. And it's going to make the meals prices go up too. Well, I don't know. With that pro- if it was me, I'd ma- I'd really charge for the beer, right? So right. instead of, you know, they get a, a a 20 ounce beer and instead of it being 2 or 3 bucks, you make it a 5. Mm-hmm. You know, like they do at if you go to a major league baseball game or a football game. Right. You know, because they don't, they want you to go out and spend your money, have a couple drinks, but they, they charge so much that you can't afford to get drunk on it. True. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it, it may be along the same lines. True. It's, it, it's a bad, it's a bad thing from the get go. Okay. All right. No, enough of that story, but, but of course, Ward has an alcohol story too for the trifecta. Yeah. We hit, we, we are hitting for the cycle, aren't we? Yes, we are. Uh, there was a union bar that was penalized for selling jello shots to minors. And <laughs> their argument was it's a jello shot. It, it, it's, it's not actually liquor. It, it's Wait, jello. It's jello. It's genius. But to me, I thought, my understanding was a jello shot has liquor in it. And that's what the judge ruled. <laughs> he said, well, if it's mixed with vodka, it's an alcoholic beverage. And they were trying to say, well, no, it's jello. It's it, it's not a, a liquid. It's it's a solid. 
so it's you don't drink them, you you eat them. So it's it's not the same thing. It's still alcohol. You yeah. can inject it through your veins. It's still alcohol. I where the hell do you drink at? <laughs> <laughs> Holy Christ! I never shot alcohol. You sick freak! I'm just. <laughs> I am a sick freak. You are correct, but I'm, I'm talking about. Alcohol is getting into your system. It doesn't matter how you do it. It's still alcohol. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, uh, the the bar has thirty days to appeal the decision. You know, I, I don't know on what grounds you could appeal the Jello shots being served to minors as well. It, it's not really alcohol because it's. Yeah, they they should be out of business. I'm sorry. I mean, like, come on. You're, you're a bar. You you know better. You know seriously. And, and come on, we all know. I don't care if you're if you're if you're underage, seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, whatever. And you you see someone saying that's a Jello shot, you know there's alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. Please, come on. We've all done Jello shots in our day. Come on. No, I, you can, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so what I don't know what this Jello shot is that you speak of. What it is is it's Jello with vodka Ta-da! instead of water. Instead of water, plain and Never made them. I've had plenty of them, but never made any myself. But still, it's like, come on, really? Stupid <laughs> fucking people. Where the hell is this place? Where's this union? Iowa. Iowa. Jesus fucking Christ! What the hell they got in Iowa besides cows? That's the uh, point. Apparently, Jello shots. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we didn't know that vodka was an alcohol. Dumbasses. We've been eating these jello shots for years. Ain't none of us ever been drunk. (laughs) No, they've just never been sober. That's the problem. Exactly. Okay. Let's get to the last story of the night. And that's right, boys and girls. It is a sex story. So, let me get the link in the show notes here. Apparently... There's a Wisconsin high school is trying to curb, you know, risky dancing at, you know, school dances. You know, years ago we grew up and there was like the dirty dances and stuff like that. Well, Union Grove High School students are not going to get to go footloose because the school has uh, uh, issued official dance rules for their January 30th winter formal. And the rules were the outlaw sexual bending, quote-unquote, and the touching of breasts, buttocks, or genitals. And leg straddling is also verboten. <laughs> Students are on notice that both feet must remain on the dance floor at all times. That's time. German for no-no. Yeah, even the article says verboten. Yeah. Uh, both feet must remain on the dance I was just translating for, our, for our, our fans in the chat room. Our fans are smart enough to know what verboten means. All right, sorry, guys. Okay, so anyway... Yeah, it says both feet are supposed to remain on the dance floor at all times. Like, really? You mean you can't lift one foot off the floor to dance? No electric slide. Oh, well, that's true. You, you can slide, but you just can't lift your feet and do that stuff. Well, you couldn't even do the twist. No, you're good. You're good. I just tried to come up with a dance that had a name to it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I, I, We're so... Hip. Yeah. yeah, so we had to name a dance from like 1965. Yes. Okay, now, you know, I, I can see, you know, obviously the touching of, you know, erogenous zones, but seriously, you can't lift a foot off the damn dance floor? 
I mean, what do you do? Like, uh, like um, these ballroom dances or something? Even ballroom dancing, they lift one foot off the floor. Sometimes the whole body. Now, Karen, I went to high school with some guys that danced with both feet flat on the floor, and they never moved them. They just was, moved their upper body, you know? Was it like an all-boys I was there, school? Corey. I was there. Yes, you were. <laughs> I was wondering if it was an all-boys school. No. Well, Veronica went to school with me, so you're either saying that she's a boy or... I'm not a boy. No, I was saying that Corey danced with guys. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Shh. No, it's... No, I didn't dance with guys. So before we get that rumor started here, it's just, you know, I understand that, you know, the dancing nowadays is getting a little more, you know, risque and shit like that. But come on. Come on. I mean, I understand. Don't touch the boobs and the, the balls and shit like that, but come on. Seriously? Wow. We tell you. <laughs> I had to say boobs and balls. I couldn't even say that with a straight face. Well, you know, I, I understand that you're striving to, to maintain that explicit tag that we got on the site. Well, you know, I have to counteract me talking about Picasso and religion, so. And the Marcel in the chat room says, all out grope fest. Uh, well, so it's basically a big orgy. For high schoolers. Well, yeah. high this is high school, right? Well, then they could yeah. do jello shots. What the hell? Because it's not it's it's not liquor. It, it, <laughs> it, it's it's a solid. I'm just trying to. And help. I and and I I just feel so old thinking about it because we didn't we didn't do any of those things. Maybe spin the bottle, maybe, but we didn't do anything At else. The dance? It, it was at the dance in the gym. Ain't that right, Corey? I don't know oh. what school you went to. Whatever. But yeah, but yeah I mean, Corey was serious. playing drink the bottle. <laughs> he, you guys were spinning the bottle when he was done with it. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I still haven't seen a woman naked yet. What are you talking about? So anyway, um, but there were those no. couple guys <laughs> that were dancing with you. You ever seen a grown man naked? Never been in a Turkish prison. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. You know, I mean, it is ridiculous. We went to school. I mean, the only time you ever touched your partner was basically the slow dances. Right. And then there were only two people on the floor, maybe. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I mean, obviously, the, the, the rules have to change with the times. But I think they're just going over. I think basically what they did is they put too many rules in the book. And they're, you know, they're going to like, you know, oh, God, he lifted his leg up a little bit to dance. They're not going to they're not going to enforce that one, but they're going to enforce the sexual bending. But now how about this? What it says is no hands on knees, no hands on the dance floor with your buttocks touching your dance partner. There will be no touching of breath. But it was the hands on the knees and no hands on the dance floor with your buttocks. Can't even do the hand jive. Well, sexual, That's a dance. sexual bending. Wasn't that a song by Marvin Gaye? Sexual healing. I thought of that already. <laughs> when I get that feeling, I got sexual bending. Yeah, that was good. That was I, good. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted was Corey singing on the air. <laughs> is that, that's is, what I was going for. Is, is, is that what a, uh, a scuba diver gets when he gets horny? Sexual bends? Oh. <laughs> wow oh, oh my god you can always tell when the show gets near the end man we just go a little overboard oh. it's not we it's you 
Oh, this week it's me. You, you've gotten pretty bad yourself. Yeah. We got 65 episodes in the can. I, I guarantee you I could find one or two dozen raunchy endings that you've done to the show. No, never. Not me. Yeah, yeah I love that long pregnant pause there. Yeah, I had to think about it. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So basically, don't go to the dance. Just go have sex instead is what this exactly. is saying. Exactly. You can screw in the parking lot. Yeah, okay. Just do that. Just definitely just do that. The hell of dancing. Guys don't want to dance anyway. They want to get laid. Well, of course, silence. Silence. <laughs> Once again, too many jokes. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, let's end the show here now. We want to. I just want to thank Ward Miller for being here this week. And of course, Ward, where are you online? I am at maxinlife.com. Maxandlife.com. What goes on at maxandlife.com? That is our video podcast for all things Macintosh. Very good. Uh, new episode coming out this this weekend. Absolutely. Every yeah, Sunday. Talk- and we're we're pounding the site. We're putting up tons of uh, articles. So if you get a chance, check them out. We got tips that we're putting up. We got a, a forum that we're dying for people to jump in, write something. Uh, Whatever, you know, just hit and us of course, up. Of course, this week we're going to talk about the iPod, iPad. I can't even get it right, iPad. Yeah, well, they we're definitely going to do something. I mean, we, you got to. You know, it, it's kind of funny that I think that the White House changed the schedule for the State of the Union address in, <laughs> in, in order for, you know, the State of the Union address to be covered up by iPad news. Yeah, I mean, really. Because usually, that, gonna... you know what? Think about it. Usually, they're on Tuesdays. Uh-huh. And then they moved it to a Wednesday. The same, it just happened to be the same day, the, the biggest press announcement in, you know, that's going to be this year came out. Right. Definitely. So, definitely check out Max and Life at MaxandLife.com. 28 episodes in the can. Episode 29 will be out this weekend, usually Sunday, right, Ward? Uh, Yes, usually by Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon. I try and get okay. it done as soon as I can. Well, this week this week we have the what is it the Pro Bowl, so you can get out whenever you want. No one's going to watch that crap. And then that's I have another question. All right, chat room, everybody, jump in on this one. Why in the hell would you have the Pro Bowl the week before the Super Bowl? All the players because that, no one watches after. Yeah, but the thing is, all the all the players, you know, the the quarterbacks obviously going to be. The guys in the that are in the Super Bowl, so that means that the two best quarterbacks in the game aren't going to be able to play. True. It, That's the problem. It, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, I understand. Well, everybody's burned out on football after the Super Bowl and blah 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 blah. But it, it sucks because you know, like, okay, uh, you can't have Peyton Manning in it. You can't have Drew Brees in it. You can't have, you know, Marvin Harrison in it. You can't have, you know, you can't have Reggie Bush. You can't. That's bullshit. The Pro Bowl is supposed to be to to showcase the best players in the game, and the best players in the game can't play the week before the Super Bowl. I don't know. Honestly, I. Yeah, Mitch, you're right. It is. It is a touch football game. But my point is, you still don't get to see the best players in the game playing against the other best players in well, the game. Well, 
and on the other side of the coin too, the, the, the game serves no purpose whatsoever. It doesn't tell you which team next year or which, which uh, league next year is going to get the home field advantage, no. you know, like, like in like the uh, all-star game in baseball. Yeah. Well, I kind of liked it better when they did the uh, pro bowl in Hawaii. Well, that's another thing too. They, now they're doing it wherever the Super Bowl is so they can get more money and, you know, cause not everyone's going to fly out to Hawaii to watch the game. And they figure they can, they can, you know, stretch, you know, people going to one city for over a two week period instead of just a, a one week period. Yeah. But I mean, th- it's not like they didn't make money in Hawaii. They packed, they still packed the, uh, the True. venue, you know, and plus the, the players, you know, are more apt to want to go to it because it's, even though it's, uh, it's a paid trip to Hawaii. You know, yeah. now if you had your choice, would you rather take a paid trip to Hawaii or a paid trip to, well, it's my, it's uh, Florida this year. Uh-huh. But I mean, what would you do? Well, you were, I, I would definitely want to go to Hawaii. Well, I don't, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. This isn't a sports show. I'm not going to watch the game because I really don't give two shits. Cause like you said, it's a touch football game there, Mitch. It's yeah. Who gives a shit? I'm waiting for the Super Bowl. That'll be next week. Hopefully, that'll be a kick-ass game because I mean, two good teams up there. Right. I know the Steelers aren't in it this year. Sorry about that, Ward. Yeah, I know. But who cares? Is, as yeah. long as we have a good, as long as it's a good game, it doesn't matter to me. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, and Veronica, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me at askprojectmanager.tumblr, t u m b l r dot com. Um, there I speak about the behind the scenes of project management. I need questions though, and I'm not getting a whole lot of questions. So if you could head out to ask a project manager, send, send some comments, um, so I can talk about some things that people might need out there. That would be awesome. So definitely check out her site. She puts a video. How often do you put a video up there, Veronica? Um, at least once a week. Um, I've been a little delinquent, but I'll be doing it this weekend though. That's great, though. I've checked out a few of them. It's, it's pretty damn good. And you don't need to be a project manager to, to watch these videos. Not at all. Definitely. So def- all. definitely check it out. Askaprojectmanager.tumblr.com. And where can you find all our fun-filled stuff? That's right, boys and girls, averagejoshow.com. That's where we got links to everything we talked about this week. We also have, you know, um, you know links to all our friends' sites, every, you know, Veronica's site, Ward's site, everyone else that's been on the show. Everyone that's participated with us is AverageJoeShow.com. Next week on the show is going to be our friend who hasn't been here in a long time, uh, Tyler Hurst. I think last time he was on was like in November, so it's been at least you know two months or so. So we're going to have to catch up with him next week, see what's going on with him. If you got any comments, questions, or complaints, you can always email us at talk at AverageJoeShow.com or leave us a voicemail at 813-915-6390. And, of course, you can also donate at our website. And, of course, everything you want to see is at the website. We have buttons to download the individual episodes, listen to the show right on the website, get feeds for your your iPod, (laughs) your iPhone, your Zoom, or any other MP3 device you have. And, of course, I want to thank you guys for downloading this week's episode, spending a little of your bandwidth with us. And until next time, have a good one. Thank you.